You know, if somebody walks by our car right now, they're just going to see two idiots singing. <laughs> <laughs> but if they're from the area, they'll know who we are. Anyway. Good morning, fans, and hey, welcome hey! to another episode of Drew and Drew in the morning. Nights. We still have to keep saying yep. nights because yep. these have yes. been a lot yes. in the morning. Yeah, but we did record one at night. So it's not wrong. We're not right. lying to anybody. We yeah. did have a, a podcast at night. So one one time. We gotta, so we got to keep gotta that in there until we commit to this morning. So we have to stuff. keep that podcast. It yeah. probably wasn't a great one. I don't well, know. It wasn't a great one. Would, it was really good. Was it? Yeah. No, I thought. I and the only the only reason I say that is because you sat in the beanbag chair. Well, uh, I sat in what was her name again? Susie. The beanbag chair. Her, yeah. It was a beanbag chair. Her name was Susie. Yes. Um, no, I, I thought it was underwhelming. My favorite because episode. Because we, we switched out coffee for Moscow Mules, and we didn't drink enough. You know, it was a little bit, not stale. That's not the word I'm looking for. It wasn't as exciting. Yeah, we need coffee. Yeah, coffee's Lots a big of coffee. Thing. We need a lot of coffee. We need good coffee, too. Yep. Yeah, I don't like, I don't know if you like this stuff, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, the, yeah. like, the coffee pods. You don't like the those? The K-Cups? You I don't like those. those. Mm. No, I, I don't think they taste good. I think they're horrible. They're not good. Yeah, not horrible. They're definitely the worst I've had out of the K-Cups. Andrew, if they want a sponsor, I think Dunkin's very good. Well, yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's the thing. You throw money at me, my views change just like I'm that. still teaching them, okay? I'm working on it. <laughs> this is Drew working on Andrew here. Um, hey, how was your Halloween? It was good. Yeah, a couple yeah. days past that. That's yeah, over. Moving right on to Christmas, right? Yeah, that's what it seems like, actually. Yeah. We, we already talked about watching Christmas movies. We're so excited for Christmas. Yep. I, I'm just excited. I love it. What really changes... Was you know when you're a kid you're super excited about Christmas for presents Santa and, yep yep and, and seeing family you don't normally see when you're an adult or at least my experience when I'm you're still an adult, excited for Santa yeah but but I get so excited for my kids right I enjoy it so much more than I did even when I was a kid right just seeing like the look on their face the amazement of the whole it is Christmas the best feeling. I'm really looking forward to it this year for some reason like more so than others. Maybe it's because it's yeah. not close enough that you can be stressed out yet. But so yeah, that's to the it. well. That's what we're that's what we're trying to do. We're we're trying to be a little bit more strategic with our time around Christmas, because yeah, it's it's usually a pretty stressful time. Yeah, because we're running between family. You know, we got you know three three different parties we got to see on Christmas Eve, three different parties to see on Christmas Day. Plus, we're still trying to fit family time in the middle. And yeah, it's it's stressful. So we go, we talk about Halloween, we brush over it, we go to Christmas. Yeah, that's just how we roll. That. That's yeah, how I was we super roll. Excited about I Christmas. know it's exciting. So anyway, Halloween's good. Yep, carved some pumpkins, got some candy, went around the neighborhood. It was a little windy. There's the update. Right. That's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Saw yeah. a lot of princesses. Saw Elsa. Yeah, my Anna daughter was uh, Cinderella. I saw an Olaf. You saw an Olaf. Yeah, I did. Actually, my cousin went as a group costume. They went as um, as uh, Sven, Kristoff, Olaf. That is Elsa awesome. And Anna. That is awesome. I love the family group costume. I do too. I'm not a costume. I wish person, I know. Though. I wish I was more creative. I'm cheap. So anytime it's like, hey, let's get costumes, once we buy them for the kids, and then you know, Carrie's like, what do you want to be? And I'm like, I don't think I don't want to write another check. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just I, I do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I do wow. that too with the uh, Christmas pajamas. 
I love seeing families that get like the the pictures and stuff, or, yeah. or wake up on Christmas yeah. morning. They're all wearing the matching pajamas. I know. I get super excited about that until it comes time to actually buy the pajamas. Why do people have to make us look bad? I don't know. Seriously, I don't know. People suck. They do. Just kidding. Like, just, just kidding. Just put the kids in it. Take a picture of that because no one wants to see you and your. Never mind. <laughs> I was, was going to go really mean there, but your big oversized T-shirt. Yeah, that's sure. what he meant. Favorite Christmas movie? Oh, it's got to be. Uh, it's it's got to be. What what is it? Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Christmas Vacation. Yep, absolutely, hands down. Not a better one. Really. Period. Period. And you're just. I don't even think it's close. Have you watched It's a Wonderful Life? Great movie. Yeah, absolutely great. Movie. Yeah, Christmas movie. Yes, Maybe a close second. It's the number one on the list. Of top Christmas movie, I agree completely. That's a dumb list. It's a really, <laughs> it's a really good movie, but the best? No way. It's gotta the be. The poor guy's miserable. Most it's of the movie. It's gotta be. And then he turns it Christmas around the vacation. last ten minutes. I mean, come on. Yeah, I could have wrote that it's one. It's a snoozer. I fall asleep in it every year. Okay, so I lied. I lied. It is a great movie. Uh, Christmas Vacation, thousand times better though. See, I don't know if it was my era or what, but Home Alone just sticks with me as the best of all time. The best of all the time. The best of all home time, alone. Home Alone. You pop that big, in and to me it's Big says, Home Alone. Christmas! Are you a Macaulay Culkin fan or I, are you yeah. like Home Alone 3? No. Or no, Home Alone no. 4. One what and two. It? I don't even care about three and four. They shouldn't no? have even made a three, four, five, six, seven. You know, no. Macaulay Culkin One, still looks two. like he could be the kid from Home Alone. So yeah. he, could probably re, he could probably reprise his role. Yeah, and he's still making bajillions. So good for him. He's got to be. Yeah, yeah, royalty I mean, rights on the number one. Two movie of all time? Three. <laughs> I mean, there's just no way. So, okay, let's... You, I know you're a baby, so when you came out this... Right? You were probably... <laughs> <laughs> came out this what? I don't know. But... Oh, yeah, it was a 90s movie. Number one or yeah, two. I'm a 90s baby. Number 90, one or two. 90s movie. Uh, what, how does it go? It, Have you seen them? Uh, yeah, the first one is... Uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, and then Home Alone Lost in New York. Boom! He has yeah. seen it! Um... Oh, gosh, if I had to pick one, I like Lost in New York, actually, more than I like the first one. All right. We'll disagree, disagree. It's fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, I that's the one I probably watched the most of, though. Okay. Because he was a little older or what? Are you like that he stole his dad's credit card, or what is it? No, I I liked all the traumatic scenes when they have the abandoned house that they're walking through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it gets the paint can to the face, and they fall through the floor. and Yeah, that's number one. What? That's number one. Hell no. <laughs> For sure, that's what number one. That's number number two. two is lost in New York, so he stays at the hotel and yeah. he goes to the toy store. Yeah. It's all in the toy store. No, Home Alone 1, they're at his yeah, house. Yeah, but they go... No, because they yes. go, they, there's no. that there's that house that's getting worked on in New York. Oh man, am I no, just completely you're losing complete. it? I think you got your movies mixed up. Am I? Am I? Yeah. Am I missing that? If, if, anyone, the bar if anyone's agreeing with Drew, I'm Drew. Uh, email us at what's our email? No, we the, Drew no, and Drew told Pod. Not yeah, to do that and, anymore. Yeah, but just put nobody idiot emails. in there because then nobody you know. emails anymore. I think I'm right on this. I think you're wrong. You're hundred percent wrong. 
No, I think I'm right on this. I'm a 90s baby, and I know. No, you're wrong. No, I, I think I'm wrong. right on this. Wrong. It's, you are it's... so wrong. Okay, let's move on, because Gosh, now you're wrong. Watch it again. I'm right. This isn't right. Direct message us, or DM us, is that yeah. what the kids Just are saying? Just don't do anything. On Just Instagram. listen to us. Send us a message on Instagram on who's right, because I think I'm right. It's an abandoned know. house no. that's getting worked on in New York City, and that's you where he ends up. You are crazy. Are you talking about the church where he meets the pigeon lady? No. He you... doesn't meet her at the church. He meets her in the park. Gosh. She, she's in the park later, but he sees her at the church and he's scared of her. Know your movies. Oh, man. Gosh, you need to watch this one. Anyway, <laughs> moving on from that. I don't know if we can. I don't The either. podcast might just end right here. Yeah. I, I agree. Now, nah, moving on. Okay, so. Okay, then. Now you gave me anxiety. Oh, is that what we're talking about today? That is what is we're talking about Is it an anxiety se- segment? It is. Oh, we can talk about anxiety. Yeah. Do you have anxiety? Of course. Doesn't everyone have a, some form uh, yeah, of anxiety? Yeah, I, I, I think it's fairly common to have some sort of trigger, some sort of form of anxiety. Good days, bad days, bad days, good days. So how does anxiety manifest in you? Uh, I think when I overbook or do, there's just too much going on, too much stimulation. Okay, so those are, those are kind of triggers? Mm-hmm. So what what happens what you know what happens when you I think you just get like this this tension, right? Okay. Super tense, which I'm not a tense person normally. Um, then it fills you with like worry, unease, okay. kind of get nervous or yeah, yeah, just like okay, how you want to plan? You're kind of scattered. I guess mine right. would come as scattered and tense. Yeah. So yeah. mine. So oh, I I also I've struggled with anxiety now for. Tell you the exact day. Yeah, but no one's going to believe you because you don't uh, even know your movies. Nine. Nine. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> um, 2017. So nine about of 2017. Years. So you're talking uh, September? But no, not September. Sorry. Oh. That's that's the <laughs> that's the day my son was born. September of nine. 2017. Uh, no, it was actually April of 2017 is when I started having anxiety. Mine kind of takes the form of, um, of that fight or flight response uh it's more comes in the form of more of a panic attack yep uh so i kind of go i skip all the middle stuff all, all the the anxious feelings i go just straight to the extreme um and what is the extreme oh it's it's just a uh it's kind of like a hyperventilating really panic attack yeah, yeah. so like really I mean, in depth this is this is way back in 2017 but that's how it would, it would manifest is i you know when i had too much caffeine there were several different triggers i had at that time that i no longer carry um but back in in 2017 uh we were young we were uh, my wife and i were well we still are young uh but we were living in uh, charlotte north carolina at the time um she had uh, kind of moved back home before we were planning on moving uh to uh the suburbs of chicago and uh, my wife's grandma passed away in April of 2017. So she actually, for the last month, um, and we were actually pregnant with, with Bentley uh, at the time, but she moved back early. So she moved back to stay with her family um, to kind of be there for them because her grandma passed away unexpectedly. Okay. Almost to the day, a month later, my grandma passed away super unexpectedly. And I don't know if it was kind of a perfect storm of, of, you know, the nerves of, you know, becoming a father for the first time. We were still pretty young and pretty unstable financially because yep. we, we weren't even out of college a year yet. 
Um, losing grandparents. Which, losing yep. grandparents and, and, you know, not being You've had them your whole life. Yeah. We, we had just moved away. We were very, very close. Uh, yeah, that's that's when it kind of started triggering. So just too much to handle. Yeah, I think it was or just... process. Yeah, I think it was just a lot of change all at once. Yep. You know, because really we weren't even stable at our place out in Charlotte yet. Yeah. And all of a sudden now we're moving again. It's another cross-country move. And, you know, people that have been in your life your entire life are no longer there. Right. Not to mention your life is going to change significantly again because you're about to have a kid. Yep. So that's kind of how it started for me. And it was gradual. It didn't start out right away like that. It just started out, you know... All of a sudden, your 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 heart would just be beating like crazy in your chest. You'd kind of go, you know, you'd feel the adrenaline starting to enter your system, and you'd kind of just hit that response where you're like, "What's going on? Am I okay? Am I having you know issues? Do I have problems with my heart? Do I have problems with my, uh, you know, I I didn't know what it was at the time. I thought it was heart problems. Oh, yeah. Actually, the first the first time I realized it was so not heart problems. I actually went to the ER because I was having a panic attack. I thought it might have been a heart attack. Really? Yeah. So it like was, it hurt in your chest? Yeah, I, I had I had some some light chest pain. Um, I had some light chest pain. I was super lightheaded because I was you know in a stage where I was kind of hyperventilating a little bit. Yes. Um, so I went to the hospital. They essentially gave me Xanax, and they basically sent me on my way. I was in and out in like forty five minutes. Yeah, and that's, I think that's the problem, too, is a lot of people don't have enough, uh, they don't do enough. Not that I know what they should do. I don't know the, the answer to that, but I just feel like everything. Here's a little medication, you're on your way, right? Right. Well, that's actually, you know, it's funny because my wife and I had this conversation, like, right after that experience because it wasn't cheap. You know, you go to the go to the ER, yeah, it was like 1200 bucks. Oh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah, it was expensive. In Charlotte? No, this was in Shawano. Oh, 1200 bucks. Yeah. It was expensive. I remember getting the bill. My wife was pissed. And, mm, and then that was, added to your anxiety. Uh, yeah. Right? Exactly. Because oh, you got another bill to pay. Yeah. I remember paying that one back, and she's just like, you can't do this again. It, 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 I think it is hard, though, to differentiate what is anxiety and what is stress and what, I mean, how they, a lot of times they go together. But right. how do you know what's what exactly? I mean, I know the feeling for sure. I, I think stress leads to anxiety. I agree. I think it's a precursor. I agree. Um, and, you know, that's exactly the problem is I started seeing a doctor then when we were in, because we are living in the suburbs of Chicago, so I, because it, it slowly progressed, and it eventually started affecting me day to day. And then uh, we were, you know, talking about it. My doctor wanted to put me on some hardcore uh, I say hardcore, it's probably, <laughs> probably pretty moderate uh, anti-anxiety medication. He wanted me to take something every single day because it started to affect my yep. every single day. Um, and I was talking to my wife. I really didn't feel comfortable relying on medication. To, right, to get through your day. Yeah. Would you say it was borderline? I mean, I don't uh, – was that like anti-depression medication? Somewhat? No, it no. wasn't. It was or just to um, calm you down. Yeah, it was a. It, that's exactly what it was. It was essentially like a a small dosage of. Um, I think it was. Something. It wasn't Xanax, but it's something very similar that you take every single day. <clears throat> and the issue with that is, once you start taking it, it's very very difficult to stop because your body starts adapting to that new drug in your system every single day as a yep. way of keeping you calm, like caffeine. So exactly. Mm-hmm. So what the issue is is once you get on it. Slowly, you have to start increasing your dosage every year. 
and really, I, I got some blood work done too, and I found out that that uh, that a lot of my vitamins were were lacking. The biggest one that I was lacking on was vitamin D. I had a huge vitamin D deficiency. Living in Wisconsin, I mean, I, I don't yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah, it was. Uh, what month is really this? Really, do you know? What month is what, what month of the year? When I started going through that, yeah, it was it was uh, actually funny enough. It was the end of summer. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah so it was. Uh, I would naturally think that anxiety is lower in the summer months just right. because of the activity, the weather, right? Right. People and are the, out and about. The the biggest trigger for me was caffeine mm. back in those days. But it was tough because it's like, well, I'm, I need to work. I need to be effective in my work. I'm getting up at, at you know, 530 in the morning. Yep. But I, I typically, caffeine wasn't a big part of my day. So when I had just a little bit, it would be like, boom. So, so is that why to this day I drink coffee in the morning and you drink your vodka and 7-Up? No, that's because I am a raging alcoholic. Oh, okay. I didn't know if that was just because you wanted to give up the caffeine, so you no. start on the hard sauce right away in the morning? No. Like, that part's fascinating to me. So so what really benefited me was was Kristen had a natural drive to become um, a mental health counselor. It's actually what she's doing right now. So she just accepted a job at uh, Notre Dame Academy. Yes. A mental health counselor. Is this that. why? No, no, it already... no, it was before that, that she, right. that she realized she wanted to do that. Um, and it was shortly after that she actually started going back to school for her master's. Um, but she pushed me into, into getting the, the help instead of taking the medication. Yep. So, which is awesome. Yeah. And if you can I mean, do it, not that not everyone can do that, I'm sure, but. I mean, it still hits. Yeah. You know, I, but, but I can manage it now. Right. And, and I vodka. can manage it. The without, vodka. Well, yeah. Was that her idea or yours? Mine. Okay. 100%. Yeah, that's a really good idea. No, no. Too. I can self-medicate a lot better than a doctor can prescribe me medication. <laughs> no. No. But, uh, you know, it, it started out, um, you know, it, it started out that uh, she, she had recommended that, you know, because it's different when you get advice from somebody you know. Right. You're a lot less likely to take it sometimes. Yep. Especially when... You know, it's it's something health related or something like that. You kind of just push it off. Like, yeah, I've known you for you know eight years at that point. I, you know, what, what is your expertise in the field? And so she she had me go seek out uh, counseling services, which actually uh, was really nice because it was provided by my job. I got uh, two free uh, counseling sessions every. Uh, no, it was one free counseling session a week that was provided through my work. At the time, which I thought was for fantastic. how many weeks? Uh, it, it was like up to I think twenty weeks a year or something. So did they? Did they also give you like advice on routine? Like make sure you sleep a certain amount, exercise a certain amount. Yeah, it's a big portion of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't take on more than you can handle. I don't know how to handle that one still to this day, but that's no. I it's it's something really really interesting because it all plays a factor. Because it's not a perfect science. You don't just do this, this, and this, and then you're good. You're, yep. you're anxiety-free. You, but what do you do to control it today or be in check knowing what you've been through in the past? Just to say, hey, I'm aware. More aware, right? Being aware. Yeah. yeah that, that's 100%. So you it. feel it coming on. Yeah, because I, 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 I still have the precursors. I still have those trigger moments. What is a big trigger moment? Um, uh, honestly, it, it sounds really strange, but but talking about um, or, or – when when somebody who's relatively young passes away, yeah, it's a big trigger moment for me, and I think that's because it's one of my greatest fears is to die young with kids. Okay, 
you know, having the, the, the kids here and not being around for them, not walking my daughter down the aisle, yep. not not being at my son's wedding, my daughter's So wedding. you're thinking about all this future stuff, and that gives you anxiety. That gives me that mm-hmm. gives me anxiety. So when somebody passes away, I kind of I, I kind of project that into myself. Like, yeah. What, what if that happened to me? Right. Like God, I drive thirty hours or thirty miles to work every day. Thirty Correct. hours. Thirty hours. Thirty miles to work every day. I could. I mean, I could get hit by a car on the, the yeah. side of the highway. I could, you know, be be yeah. in a car accident. Well, anyone could. could anything, attack. right? But I, you really can't focus on that either. I really think you have to focus on here and now because. And that's that's a, that was a lot of what changed. Yeah. But I mean, the, the cool part about the future is the unknown. Right. I mean, not that you want to die. I get that. But the unknown of what it all shapes right. out as, kids getting older, and I, I, But I think that's that was probably the biggest trigger is you go from, you know, I we had Bentley when I was 20, I think I just turned 23. Yeah. Um, and really, I mean, people were having kids when they were 18. It's it's a lot less common now, but... Well, yeah, back in the farm where you come from, they well, got to milk the cows. <laughs> you got to start early, right? But it, it's really... Am I right? Am I right, Andrew? It's really interesting that change, though, because all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, when you get married, you're kind of living for you and and, and your wife, for and sure. sharing the experiences. But when you start having kids, Complete it's like game I am hundred yeah. percent responsible for you, and not just you, your development and how you become a, a man or woman, or mm-hmm. you know, a lot of what you do in your life will be shaped through the early years with me. Yeah. And so I need to be there, and I need to be effective. Wow, you are deep, and really deep. Yeah, this is real deep for us. Yeah, yeah, for a morning podcast. But yeah, I think that's that was kind of the biggest trigger for me on the mental health side. Yeah, but yeah, I was I was really thankful because I ended up getting through that entire experience. I didn't have to you know be wrapped into the medication to be able to control my anxiety. I became able to control those anxieties myself yep and now they still they still creep up i still deal with it probably you know a couple times a week but i'm able to i'm able to respond to it and and diffuse it quickly so it's not it's not something that i i i think i struggle with anymore it's just something that happens it's just real life yeah um it's there but i i do do think seeing a a a counselor what about meditation that, that's a I lot. mean, there's all different forms. I'm not yeah. talking like sitting right on the floor in a kumbaya or whatever. And if you do that, that's great. I'm not, right. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Or do you take time to like just quiet time to really clear your mind, concentrate, focus on the week maybe, the day, the month, whatever it is? Right. Or just so, get your thoughts in order? Yeah. So that's something I haven't I haven't done in a while. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm kind of – I'm at that stage or, or maybe – Maybe a lot of it has to do with kind of my my age group, where you kind of always have to be entertained by something. Yes. So it's like I can't sit in a car and not listen to music. Right. Or or take that you know wake up in the morning. You sit in a car and you listen to Drew and Drew in the morning. That's what you do on a podcast. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, That's what the kids are doing. But I really need. Yeah, I, I need to take more it's, of that time. It's total lit. Lit. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. So, dude. Yeah. Lit. Not sure what that means. <laughs> means really, really cool. Means on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I... What about a deep tissue massage? I need more of those. I'm just thinking about, like, in the past things that have... Whether it's stress, anxiety, whatever it is. I'm not saying it helps it go away. But definitely helps you bring you down 
yeah, back I, to a level of relaxation and like right connect with the earth, you right. know. Uh, and that's why I think I, I think it's just important to get out of in front of any any sort of a professional uh, when it comes to anything mental health related because I just I don't like the idea of, of medicating to deal with a problem because right. to me that's not dealing with a problem you're right. you're you're just adding something to your life to try, I totally to try to agree with you but some some I'm sure some things are beyond that where you absolutely. will need to absolutely. Yeah. I just think that that more often than not, it's the first response. Right. Oh, you're dealing with anxiety? Here's pills. Correct. I agree with you. You have to dig deeper into the issue where, before Where you... some people have significant mental health issues and need those that those medications in order to deal with them, I just think the vast majority are are more prone to, to instead of dealing with the actual problem, they're given medication to just deal with, uh, with the actual anxiety attacks themselves. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think just, again, seek seek help if you need it, but everybody has some kind of form of it sometime in their life. Oh, absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. It's kind of actually one of the scariest, scariest thing about today's time, especially with, with the pandemic and we're kind of on the backside of it now, is I, I think isolation. Yes. Um, you know, we're just... Dare we say COVID? Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're... A, think we're people that need interaction people just need it yeah they and people it. think they don't because we're so overstimulated all the time with right. everything going on in life that you're like okay i just need some alone time which i get it they're two different things right but we are social creatures if you self-isolate for too long you're not doing yourself any good period right and i think i think that's just leading to more more anxiety yep um depression and it changes you i think it just makes you Less social and less fun. Agreed. I mean, I know people have done it and definitely changes you where you're, you're just less involved and less, right? Right. Your focus Absolutely. changes. It, it narrows. You worry about you and only you. And But, I mean, yeah, you know, kind of being through that um, stage in my life, my, I mean, my heart definitely goes out to people who are dealing with that. For sure. Because it can be incredibly draining when you're dealing with those problems every single day it's it's kind of scary just to get out of bed some days yeah yeah i remember uh i remember one day i i went out and i was seeing uh my primary care doctor at the time down in down in chicago was uh i was still kind of communicating with him like once a week just uh you know because he was still trying to prescribe me pills i didn't know if i wanted to take them and i remember my boss came over one day and she's like Look, are you feeling okay? Because you're like completely white. Like you, you just look like you're not doing good. Do you need to go home? Because I'm about to send you home just so you can take the day and just recollect yourself. Come back tomorrow. And I wasn't sick or anything. I just I was so stressed from dealing with anxiety every day. Yeah. That she actually sent me home. She sent me home just for for the day one morning. So then did you start putting powder on your face the, the upcoming weeks that weren't so bad just yeah. so you could get a day yeah, once off? Once I got it under control, <laughs> I was like, well, I know how to beat this yeah. system. Yeah. Hey, boss, I'm, I'm not feeling good again. Hey, boss, I'm, fe- I'm feeling great. <laughs> <coughs> Look how white I am today. As you have baby powder all over your face. Now I'm just this bubbling personality. Do you? Do you, you, you are. You are. That's what I would define you as, a bubble. Bubble. Not physically. <laughs> I'm, I'm emotionally. That's my definition. A bubble. A bubble. 
You know the song, Gary Allen's Life Ain't Always Beautiful? I do. So it just ties into like, I mean, that song just gets me when that one's on. You, you, you just you just connect Life with it. Life ain't always beautiful. Some days it's just plain hard. And then it says life Keep can knock one. you down. It can break your heart. Life ain't always beautiful, but it's a beautiful ride. And it's just so true because you're going to have these ups and downs, right? Right. In everyone's life. And it is, I mean, we're so lucky. I to have this opportunity in this life. Not a, right? You look at all the creatures out there. You could be a squirrel, a bird, a deer, an animal, I guess is what I'm saying. You could be a tree, you a blade of grass. And all these forms of life. I mean, we, we are humans that have this, hopefully, decent amount of time, if we're blessed, on this earth to experience these things. Like, it's it's crazy to me. Yeah, Absolutely. And I, you know, I think... It's I a beautiful think, ride. I think part of the problem, too, is... If I wasn't a podcaster, I was going to be a singer. This is true. It's a good thing you're a yeah. podcaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you Am know, I, I, think right? that's, I think that's really true, too, because we live in this social media culture where everyone's trying Ooh. to put on their best face yeah. in all of their posts. Yeah. And it makes... I, I fall for this. My wife falls for this. They... They see other people and they see kind of all their their right. Why are they so on. good? Why are they? Have, why like, do they have such a happy see, life? Did you see their house? They oh live my in such gosh! A beautiful Look house. at their wine glass. They live in a shed off twenty nine. Stemless. There she has stemless wine glasses. I, I yeah. I bet they're not even plastic like ours. But everyone puts on a show for social media for sure. And I I think it's a I think it's a real detriment because people. It's fake. Should we start a, a social media with real? It'll be called realshitsocial.com. Yeah, I'll just yes. take pictures of my kids. Love it. It's when you wake up, you just take a picture. What your hair looks like, what your face looks like, your pillow with the drool stains on it. You post that shit. Real life. Yeah. Yes. Real life I Instagram. like it. The dog shits all over your house. You take a picture, you post it. This is real life. Gotta clean this shit up. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Kids having a meltdown in Walmart. Boom. Film video it. yeah i like it real shit life social.com dot is it isn't that absolutely true though dot, uh, dot, i mean dot 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 i mean we uh, we we go through it too it's you know, so true we 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 had kids young we're a single you know single income family my my wife does kind of like i do it too i mean we we kind of do this comparison thing where we see other people similar places in their life with kids they might be 10 years older yeah. In dual income households. Right. I mean, it's just, it's totally, a total different set of circumstances. But sometimes you look out and you go, well, shoot, why can't I have that? Right, exactly. I you mean, because then you're still stupid. riding your moped from 1995. Still works. To work. Yeah, 80 miles a yeah. gallon. Yeah, so uh, hopefully soon you can get a car like those people. But just, just you got to aspire, you know? Uh, you know, at the, at the same time, it, I, I got to be more thankful for what I got and less. Boom! On what you other took the words have. out of my mouth. But it's I mean. a lot of times it's easier said than done. It is because you you have days though where you're super thankful, or I do. I have days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky to have this house. I'm so lucky for my healthy family. I'm so lucky that our vehicle's paid for. Whatever it is, right? Right. And then there's days, yeah, where you're the opposite, and you're like, why am I in that stage? Like, hey, I really want that suburban. Hey, I kind, I wish I had a bigger house. Like. So there's, it's all perspective. It, it is. And, you know, one thing that was really eye-opening for me, and I don't remember if it was Joe Rogan talking about this or, like, uh, uh, Gary Vee. I don't know if you follow him. 
Um, really successful guys. <laughs> Gary V. They they talk about you know the fact that they know people who are like literal uh, millionaires, yes. multi millionaires, yeah. make hundred million dollars a year. I don't know. That's not even real. But I they, can't even fathom. But they sit in their house all day because they're miserable. Yep. You know, all the money in the world does not bring happiness. Correct. And, and if you think it does, do. you're wrong. A it lot will, of times we do think that. Yeah, though. it will take one stressor out of your life. One stressor, right? Yeah, but I, you know, I think I think about times too, though. You know, when we when we had Bentley, we were living in a one bedroom apartment in in Illinois. 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 Yes. And you know, I think back in those times, the bears. I didn't like the area. The area sucked. We had a lot of fun down there. Yeah. Memories. Yeah. You don't know it in the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have never thought that I would be sitting here, and that would that was already four years ago. Sitting here with Drew. Sitting here with Drew going. On Drew and Drew. We had a lot of good times yeah. down, in, down in Illinois. 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 Febs. I've been there once. I've I, I I been there years. once. It's been it's been a while. I stayed in a hotel. Ate a little did dinner on a hotel? rooftop. I didn't think people visited Illinois. I did before COVID. Ooh. Took the train from uh, Milwaukee. Ooh, the Amtrak? Yeah, with some friends. Yeah, we stayed there. I think just one night went and saw Bruno Mars. Gosh. Bruno! Bruno! You're living a dangerous life. The modern day <laughs> Michael Jackson. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I love Bruno Mars. Yeah, I didn't even know I liked He's him that much until I... Yeah, our friends are like, She's, she really likes Bruno, so we go to this concert, and I'm like, okay, now I, I really like, like Bruno, too. too. Yeah. Yeah. I like his style, his concert. Yes. The fact that he can dance that well. And Seriously. still sing that well at the same time. Talent. incredible. Talent. It is incredible. Yeah. And you know, we'll, we'll move on from anxiety, but the, the main thing that gives me anxiety, or I just want to, it's not so much into the future, like, I don't want to, like yours, I don't want to. Think about not being here because they'll be okay. They will. They have a good support system right around them. Right. But it's parenting. I always think I'm going to screw them up. Like, what can I do better so that this doesn't have a long-term negative effect on my child? Right. That is the part that I can't figure out. And I I feel like when I know more about it, it's going to be too late. They're going to be growing like, oh, I would have done this. Oh, but that's life, right? Yeah. You learn. Yeah. You know, I, I like there's like a saying. Uh, I think it was like some sort of Hallmark movie. It's really cheesy, but I think but it's it, a beautiful I think it ride. A bit. Uh, especially with this conversation, it's like any idiot can be a parent. Oh, well, you know, clearly. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, but it's so true. Oh, Anyone uh, can oh. be a parent, right? Any any because what does it take to become a parent? A wiener. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that's really what it is. I shouldn't well, say a wiener. You get podcast. wieners fine, but Oscar Mayer. Um. Uh-huh. But, but it's but it's so true. It is you true. Could, you could spout off 12 kids. You could be just a, a, a terrible human. Yep. And no one will say a word. Right. And it's you just got all these kids out there in society, and you don't give a heck what they do with their lives. Yes. But it takes it takes a real it takes a real person to be a father. Takes a real man. Takes a real man, baby. <laughs> real man. Um. But it, but it's so true, and I think just the the fact that you worry about that means that you're you're probably a really good father. Because uh, I think that's a lot man. of it. I try, but then you have those epic fail days. But I looked up so parenting advice, right? Because I don't know, I, you just try to do better every day. So number one, what you should always do is boost your child's self esteem every day. Because how many times? How many times? And I'm guilty as hell. 
Do you say, hey, do this. What are you doing? Don't put that there. Pick that up. Why would you do that? Not even thinking. You that- said, <laughs> when you said, what are you doing? I just picture myself. I, I say that way too. <laughs> right. Much. What like, are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Don't put the fork in the outlet. Right. Tractor <laughs> in the toilet. Are you kidding me? Now who's going to fish that out of there? Play-Doh. Play-Doh in oh, the toilet. To- Play-Doh's the worst. That made the bend. Play-Doh's the worst. It made the bend. I had to take the toilet off the... I had to unmount the toilet. I had to take something to... Are you kidding me? Yeah, it was just terrible. To get the Play-Doh out. Yeah. Oh, man. It was man. awful. Yeah, so boost their self-esteem, though. Like that, And it's such a simple concept. So I really work on this in the morning, taking the kids to school. I really try to be uplifting and upbeat. And normally I am, right? It's there. Like, I don't even have to try, really. That's, like, a great thing. But then I have days where I lose my mind because we're running late. Somebody's not ready. Somebody's having a meltdown. Whatever it is. And I'm only human, too, right? Right. So then we get in the car, and it does not start out the way I want it to. And instead, I'm having a lecture with a very stern voice. (laughs) <laughs> maybe a yell i don't know and then, i don't know if i've ever seen you stern no drop them off do? at school and then my whole day i'm like why did i start their day off that way why couldn't i just think rationalize before i get so tense so that we i can start their you know it's just how their day starts off so the point is boot boost their self-esteem that's number one tell them how good they are tell them a good thing Goes hand in hand with booster self-esteem, right? Yeah. Hey, that's really great that you got dressed this morning without being told. Hey, that's really great that you brushed your teeth without being asked. Hey, good job on that art project. Whatever it is. Like, tell them what they do good. I mean, it's such a simple concept. So that is always on the top of my mind, too. Um, You do have to set limits and be consistent with your discipline. I probably struggle there, too, because... Well, can I, I have a cookie? Knows. Can I have a cookie? Can I have a cookie? No, no, no. Yeah, sure, have the cookie, right? Well, Take the cookie! Yeah, you just <laughs> gave in, so yeah, I'm not going to win them all. Um, you have to make time for them. Make time to be together. Yeah. That is super important. See, I, I go yeah, I go back and forth on the punishment thing. Uh, we, we had it just over trick-or-treating, actually. Uh, Bentley was having a meltdown. He was being super rude. He he was hitting his sister, hitting his mother. You know, just having a, a yep. typical meltdown, right, for a kid his age. But no different than any other kid. And it's like yeah. I gotta I gotta punish you because it's you. It's not okay to act that way. But how do you do it? But at the same I'm, time, I don't want you to lose out on the trick the the experience of trick right. or treating because uh, it's just as fun for me as it is for you. Yeah. I love seeing you have fun in your cute costume going up and trick or treating. Yep. Cuz it's like somebody gives you a candy bar, it's just kid at Christmas. I know. Do you think So it's like I I I balance I, I try to balance that out because it's like I still got to punish you. You have to do something that you don't want to do. But I can't just sit there and and you know hold you out of trick or treating. Yeah. So I go back and forth. I don't know. I don't know what the right... I don't either. I think my kids, too, they probably know I'm too soft. Like, I can yell. They don't even care if I yell. So I don't know what else to do because, okay, I time out. Sure. I probably should discipline better. I need to research that, but I don't have all the answers. Yeah, I... And I hate to discipline. And uh, I prefer mom does that, but no, that's not fair I'm, either. I'm, I'm the disciplinarian. Are you? Yeah. I'm not, for sure. I just... Well, I mean, my wife does it. It's not like she doesn't do it. Yeah. But it's like... I think that's kind of the bigger... I, I struggle more with my daughter <laughs> because maybe I, I just don't punish her quite the same. Oh, but she also... But she's also different emotionally. Yep. Well, they Like, are. just a stern voice well, first, is like full full meltdown for her. Really? Bentley, stern voice, it's like... 
you're not serious yet. Right. <laughs> you know? Okay, so Dad. It's, prove it. It's it's different. I'm going to push it a little further, Dad. Yeah? It's different, though. Well, and they're all different. All kids are different. Because I can use a stern voice with my daughter. She'll be she'll run upstairs to her room crying. Yeah. If I use yeah. a stern voice with my son, he's like, <laughs> prove it. All right. Sure. I know. I do have one, too, that I say the wrong thing, and she'll break down crying. I mean, I didn't, not even discipline. I just say something, right? And, it's, and then it's an emotional meltdown. So they're all different. You have to handle them different ways. Be a good role model. A good role model. Do you know the song by Rodney Atkins, Watching You? Yes. Awesome. Isn't it great? And it's it's 100% true. Watching you, Dad, ain't that cool. I'm your buckaroo. I want to be like you. Drew. Ooh, see what I did there? See what you did mm-hmm. there. But it's so true because, yeah, I mean, you you don't realize just truly how much you're being watched. <laughs> right. And how much how much they will. You pick your nose, they pick their nose. Is that why my kids pick their nose? Y- yep. All right. And you say, hey, don't pick your nose. Well, where do you think they learned it from? <laughs> it, it is 100% <laughs> true that the whole, you know, the whole do as I say, not as I do thing, it just doesn't jive. Nope. It just won't. Right. I mean, you really, if you really don't want your kids to do something, you can't go yourself do and do it. Correct. It's just, it doesn't work that way. Right. Because they're going to see it and they're going to be like, well, you're doing it. Why the heck can't I do it? Correct. And why no shouldn't brainer. they? No brainer. Why shouldn't they? Right. It's absolutely true. Right. Hey, if you don't want them watching TV, watch less TV. Yeah, exactly. Right. No, it, it's, it's such a simple concept. And I do feel like... The exciting part about this, I, I learn so much. Like, I really rationalize and think about these things. Yep. Usually. You know what I mean? You, the good moments, which we have way more than bad, but then the bad, it's like you really reflect like, gosh, I could have done that better this way yeah. or that way. Communication. You have to communicate with your kids. Anyone, really. We've talked about this in past right. pods, but if you don't communicate, how does anyone know the expectation? And yelling and communicating isn't the same thing. No. Yeah. Just communicate. It's difficult. Why are you angry at the at them? Right. Right? That's that's and that's difficult. Did you tell too, them they could not write on the wall? Did they know? I mean they we think they should know that. Right. But has anyone ever said, hey, we only write on paper and at the table? Or do we just naturally think everyone knows that? Right. Right? Because we've all been there. A crayon on the wall, crayon on the floor, crayon on the rug, marker, whatever it is. Right. Did we ever s- set the expectation? You only color at the table. And sometimes you think that it's so, I don't know the right word is, obvious Yeah. that the expectation should be there. I mean, yep. don't poop on the floor. Right. Pretty, pretty clear expectation there. Right. It goes in the toilet. Yeah. But who teaches them that? Yeah. We do. Simple concept. Yeah. I mean that you just. So if you stop shitting on the floor. Yes. Your kids won't shit on the floor. Right. But sometimes you got to go. You know, I had a little Sometimes greasy food or something. Way. And then the last one is just to love them unconditionally. And I think that one just goes hand in hand because if you care, that's just going to, I mean, that's impossible not to do if you care. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Kids are freaking awesome. Right. The I, coolest thing. You know, I was talking to Kristen about this. It's nothing against people who who don't want to become parents. For sure. Nothing against that. Well, no, everyone has their I journey. Just, I just, I, I... I don't understand that mindset because I can't get myself into that space for myself. Right. I've always wanted kids. Right. And, you know, I it's nothing against people that don't. If right. you don't, entirely no. up to you. You know, if you're doing stuff that makes you happy and you just don't want kids, 
I, I, I can, I can understand that, I guess. I just, I don't resonate with it because right. I, it's never been a desire for me. Well, and you won't, I mean, everyone's going to have their journey. You have people that are so career driven that they wouldn't have time for kids. So then, right, they're working 16 hour days in New York, whatever they're doing. Right. And that's their number one thing in life and they're making a ton of money and that's what lights their fire. That's okay. Some I don't even want money. <laughs> I just burn it when money I Money money. Yeah. But everyone's wired differently, you know? And I absolutely yeah. I, my heart goes out to those two that really, really want kids and are struggling to yeah yeah conceive. Yeah. Or, I, I mean, absolutely do not wish that on no. Because I, we I, were, I we were very, very, very fortunate. We we had no fertility issues or anything like right. that. My heart definitely goes out to people that do. I cannot imagine that struggle. I mean, yeah. that's you know that ties into the whole anxiety and have you ever thought about too. adopting? Yeah, for sure. We we've talked about that quite a bit actually. Uh, we we kind of go. I, I wouldn't say we go back and forth, but it, it's it's something that's always kind of top of mind. Um, I and there's such a need out there. That's the thing. Like, and that's that's what just breaks my heart. I don't think there is a cooler thing. Cool, not that it's cool. I don't mean like, hey, you're cool. You adopted a kid. I mean, <laughs> a better thing you could do out there for humanity than adopt right. a kid and give it a loving home. I don't think right. there is. Right. I mean, uh, you know, whether whether it's private adoption, foster care, it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. you know, you're doing something truly incredible. Oh, my gosh. And imagine how you shaped that kid's life. Yeah. I mean, one of one of my best friends growing up when I was a kid was, uh, he was adopted and he went into this amazing, amazing yeah. family. Yeah. And it's just like, that That would have been totally different yeah. if that hadn't happened. Yeah. You know, his entire life would be 100% different than it is now. Right. If he if he was stayed in, in maybe a foster care system or Correct. something. I don't know his circumstance. Right. But, um, you know, it's just, it's. It's incredible to see. Yep. We have yeah. several friends that have adopted, and it's really cool to see that tour, to just, you know, see the loving home. And it's no different. They're your kids. Yeah, Once you adopt absolutely. them and you love them and bring them in and raise them, I mean, they're your kids. Absolutely. Right? I mean, we do it with animals all the time. Any idiot can be a parent. Well, I mean, you adopt an animal and you just love it unconditionally. You adopt a human being. I mean, that love is just a hundred times, you know, more than... Or I should have said, any idiot can have kids, but it takes it takes real people to be parents. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. That's right. I love we it. We were super, super deep today. That was a deep That podcast. was deep. Yeah. 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 It was real. Yeah. That's real. We life. are two really well-dressed individuals being real. I like the voice, but I'm not sure where you're getting it. That was kind of like a Donald Trump kind of thing. Oh, I got it. A little bit. Okay, I can see it there. Yeah. Now that you said that, I can see it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and after my second cup of coffee. Just struck me as weird. Second cup of coffee, it just comes out. You get a little Trumpy? Just comes out. Get a little I, Trumpy? I don't know. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening today. Uh, really hope you appreciated the conversation. It's just kind of real topics. Real hope stuff. you took something away from it. But and if not, hey, hell, thanks for listening. Yeah, we just wasted <laughs> 45 minutes then. So. Easy. It was not a waste. If they didn't take anything away from it. It's still, they could have had fun. Stop listening. It's a journey. If you're not taking anything It's a journey. Get the hell out of here. Life is a highway. That's going to be a I want to ride it all night long. And you'll, and you'll sing it without knowing all that. Woo! Well, that's Don't you love it? That's what I do. I make it the worst. Yeah. Yeah. No matter what I'm down. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. Woo! It's a highway. I want to fly it. Do it my way. In the, yeah. 
True and true in the morning. Nights.